Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many are considered cold cases. When they told me he'd been shot, I just couldn't believe it. It's still hard to believe. A heartbreaking reality for dozens of Metro families. Each victim has a unique story in life and in death with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for answers. I'm still his mom. I still take care of him and I'm still trying to find justice for him. We're joining the case. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. It's definitely changed my life. I'm not the same person I was before. Misty didn't give it a second thought the night her 21-year-old son headed out to one of Kansas City's most popular entertainment spots. He had went to Westport to pick up some friends. His best friend was in town on leave before he shipped out. It was May 20th, 2007, early Sunday morning. Chris Bartholomew got a call from those friends. They'd had too much to drink. Chris didn't want them to drive, so he headed to Westport to pick them up. Westport is always a popular place to be at night, even now, 11 years later. It's even more popular on a late spring weekend. They got separated in the bar time closing crowd, and Chris and another boy were looking for his friend. It's possible that thousands of people could have suddenly spilled onto Westport streets when the bars closed early that Sunday morning. Chris ended up at 39th and Broadway, near a 24-hour Walgreens, and across the street from a late-night diner. Then it happened. That fun night in Westport that Chris was having with friends would be the last night Chris would have. And there were um, several groups of cars shooting at each other, um, heading west on 39th Street towards from Maine to Broadway. And at the Walgreens, several of them went through the parking lot and several other went up onto Broadway heading north, shooting at each other the whole time and Chris was on the sidewalk. With bullets flying around him, police say Chris had time to grab a stranger, likely saving the man's life. Chris pushed him down behind the wall when the shooting was going on, and when he did, he got struck by a bullet. Hours later, a police officer arrived at Misty's house. A police officer came to my door, told me my son had been in an accident. At that point, it was about 7 a.m. The only other thing the officer told her was to call a phone number. One that turned out to be a wrong number. So I had no idea what had happened to him or where he was. So for probably 45 minutes, I had all I knew was my son was hurt and I had no idea where he was at. And that will strike fear in you unlike any other. After about an hour, Misty says she finally tracked her son to a metro hospital and raced there. And I went to the hospital. Um, 
didn't know where to where I was even going. You know, I, ha I had no idea. Um, and a security guard came up to me and said, follow me. And I said, well, how do you know where we're going? And, and I can't remember what he said, but I said, what happened to my son? And he said, he's been shot. At that point, Misty thought Chris was injured in an accident. The security guard at the hospital was the first person to tell her that he'd been shot. And all I remember is a long white hallway that got, it looked like it was a million miles long. And I just couldn't believe it. Because even on the drive to the hospital, I kept looking for accident scenes. I just knew he'd been in an accident. You know, there, what else could it have been? So, so that, was, that was hard in itself to deal with. And then no one seemed to know what was going on. You know, there were no police there. So I, I had no idea what was going on. Misty said she had a lot of questions, but no actual information. She said she wasn't prepared for what she saw when she walked into Chris's hospital room. He was on a ventilator. Well, I knew he'd been shot and that's all I knew. And um, that's nothing a mother should ever see. It was pretty much Chris and I the whole time with him growing up and, you know, we had each other's back. Chris was Misty's only child. She says pictures of him cover her house. In fact, she brought a collage of Chris's pictures to our interview. But even now, she says she can't spend a lot of time looking at photos of her son. I don't look deep. It hurts. I, I have pictures all over the house. I have pictures everywhere, but I don't look deep. It, it would rip me apart again. She remembers he has dark hair, a bright smile, and was even better in person. He loved to help people. He, he would help. He would help you if you called him up, hey, I need my yard mowed. He used to mow the neighbor's yard when she was pregnant and her husband worked nights. He would go over and mow the yard if he'd see her out there trying to do it. Or He, he, he was a good kid. He loved sports. Any sport, it didn't matter. He was watching it. He knew stats. He, you know, he was a hometown favorite, though. He loved his Royals and Chiefs. Stood by him even when everybody else gave up. Misty says that Chris was also planning his future, and he wanted to dedicate his life to helping people. He wanted to be a police officer. He was going to college studying criminal justice. Um, he had taken a pre-exam for the police academy and he had done some ride-alongs, so he was pretty excited. But instead of solving a crime and making Metro Street safer, the crime came to Chris. In the 11 years since the shooting, police have said that there were four cars involved in the gunfight that night. They've even talked to the people inside of one of the cars, a Dodge Charger. But it hasn't helped them solve Chris's murder. And Chris's mom thinks she knows why. It was gang violence. There were there was several shootings in Westport that night. Um, there was a lot of gang activity that summer, that whole summer. Um, a lot of shootings around. Um, that's why I, there's got to be someone that knows what happened, knows who was doing the shooting, and knows who did it. 
Police haven't confirmed that theory, but they still want to talk to the people in the other three cars. A 2003 Isuzu Rodeo, a 2007 Pontiac G6, and a brown car. Police believe the group of people in the brown car knew the people in the Charger. Maybe he wasn't who they were aiming for, but they were shooting in a crowd and shooting at someone else. They meant to kill someone. And unfortunately, it was my son they killed, and I'm not going to sit back and just wait for it to happen to someone else. You might think somebody in Misty's position would blame Chris's friends, but she doesn't. I don't blame them. They, they didn't cause this. The shooter caused this. The person holding the gun, pulling the trigger caused this. No one else. This could have happened to Chris at the grocery store. Driving, you know, it's happening to people driving down the road. He could have been driving down the road and got shot. Misty and her husband have been waiting to find Chris's killer for years. They say that wait has not been easy. One step at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. You don't know if you're going to have a good day or a bad day when you wake up. Is something going to hit me out of the blue? You know, am I, am I going to get out of bed today? And then some days you get up and you have a great day. It's not, not a day goes by that I don't think about him. And I don't wonder what he would be today. Um, he had a lot of potential. He, he had a lot of life in him. And he would do good things. Misty says Chris's death hasn't just impacted her emotionally, it's also physically draining. I feel like I've aged. I feel like an 80-year-old woman. Um, I'm tired all the time. Grief is heavy. It, it's, it's a heavy load to carry. Um, I'll never be a grandmother. Just like you said, I'll never see my son get married. I'll never hold his children. I'll never get to see him look at his child for the first time. I'll never see what, what, what he could have been in life. You know, how far would he go in his career? What, what would he be doing today? I, I've missed a lot and, and it's changed me. To help, Misty made it her mission to help the Kansas City Police Department find the gunman who shot and killed her only son. My mission is to find justice for Chris and for his friends and for family. We deserve that. Chris deserves that. Um, is it going to change anything for me? No. In, in the beginning, I thought I would feel better. Oh, if they just get him, I'll feel better. It'll make everything better. Nothing's going to make anything better. You keep hoping that one day you'll wake up and everything's going to be different and you're going to be back to the way you were and it's all going to be better. That's never going to happen. My life changed that day and it will never go back the way it was. But Chris deserves justice. He was not doing anything to hurt anyone and someone chose to take his life. Even if they weren't aiming for him, they chose to pull the trigger on that gun and they took a life and they need to pay for what they've done. She knows at this point finding the person who shot Chris and solving his murder is a long shot, but she isn't giving up hope because she knows that someone out there knows something. As a case gets older and it's unsolved, there's so many new murders that 
it's hard for the old ones to stay in the forefront and for people to remember them and to remember maybe what they saw or, or maybe they think something they saw is nothing, but it, it could really be huge in solving the case. $30,000 is something else Misty hopes will help solve the case. That's the reward being offered for a tip and an arrest in the murder of Chris Bartholomew. The money could pay for a new car, a wedding, down payment on a house, all of the things that Chris will never need. $30,000, that amount of money can pay for a lot of things. If you can help solve Chris Bartholomew's homicide, call the tips hotline, 816-474-TIPS. Email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app, downloaded at p3tips.com. All tips are anonymous. For Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.